0: Hi, I'm Ruth from Unleash Your Goddess, a podcast to empower women. Today we hear from a lady who was exploited over and over in her younger life by figures of trust. She was disempowered and lost all faith in herself. Debbie then entered the darkest 10 years of her life, her darkest night. We hear what tools she used to get through multiple miscarriages, a ruptured ectopic pregnancy, where she nearly lost her life and had an out-of-body experience. They thought they found a tumour in her womb. She was told that it could be stage four ovarian cancer. Her sister died. A friend died. Her husband collapsed and was in hospital nine weeks. Her mum and her other sister was diagnosed with breast cancer. Her twin brother had two strokes. And we hear today what tools she used to get through her darkest night. I'd like to give a warm welcome to Debbie Whitlock today. And we look forward to hearing her story. Hello, Debbie. Welcome to the show today. I'm really looking forward to having a chat.
1: Yeah, so am I. I've been excited about this. Yes. So thanks for having me, Ruth.
0: You're welcome. (laughs) What message do you want to say to the ladies who are listening today?
1: Never give in, never give up. Always stay hopeful. There's always hope. Having the opportunity for personal empowerment. There's always hope. Always believe in magic, no matter what anybody says, because magic is manifestation. Yes. We've been brought up with a number of spells cast upon us. And as you go through life, maybe you're given the opportunity to be able to see through the veils of those spells. Mm. Although sometimes the lessons can distract you from the opportunity of learning for a long time because we're human and emotive and have to deal with emotions and experiences that we have in our lives, that it's really important to, one, love yourself. Give yourself a break. Show yourself some compassion. You're entitled to your emotions and the way you feel about them so that they don't destroy you from the inside. It's really important to learn how to channel those emotions and release them so that they don't impact on you or anybody else. Yes. So, when you need help and you feel like you're alone, and I have something to say about the word alone, throughout my experiences in my life, the universe has shown me that Al. Means everything and one means oneness. So everything is one. So alone time means time to spend in tune with everything. And you are part of everything. You are stardust, made of stardust. And we go back to stardust. Yes. And we have this wonderful opportunity in our lives to understand this avatar. That we are, this is our vehicle of experience. And inside this vehicle, we have an amazing resonance of energy bodies. And this is the kernel, this is the kernel mm. that we sit in. Part of our life's journey and soul's journey is to understand about our abilities to understand energy rather than using energy to control situations to wield power struggle we understand we start to learn about how to balance our energies and use them effectively i mean all of us you know i had a very dark period in my life in 22 to 32 and i say it was beautiful too i had beautiful times in that mm. period but for me it was my soul journey that i disconnected totally because i'd had experiences in my youth, where power had been used as to exploit. I had lots of uh, first experience with a policeman who was our local Bobby, and my father hosted a Christmas party. And he took advantage of the situation when I saw him out. Now, for me, that was really traumatic. And in that time, the politics said it was the way I was dressed. Caused the problem.
0: Yes, it
1: wasn't the male that took advantage and disempowered me. And I learned that that was the case in the seventies for me. Yes, I that you know there were very few people to talk to about those exploitations. When I got married, the priest that married us and christened my daughter, because I was brought up in the Christian faith, also took advantage of me, um, which. I found absolutely, you know, these figures of trust in the community mm. that I had at that time all overstepped the mark, all yes. overstepped. So I became angry at 22 to 32. I was angry about my position in society. I was angry about not having the support, no, anybody hearing me. Yes. I was to be really to be silent about all this stuff and not rock too many boats. So as I went on and this disempowerment, these spells that were cast around me, you know, and I lost my faith in me. You know, I felt, what's the point? What's this all about? You know, why am I sitting in this body? Uh, and why was everything OK when I was a, a child in an androgynous and then suddenly I became a woman? And... Then I was represented in the world as a woman. And, and um, I have to say, patriarchy took me to places of complete disempowerment. Yes. You know, it yeah. was you touch that my boundaries, you know. I found it difficult because I was born as a twin. I am a twin. He's still alive and I'm born with a man. Um, which was another, you know, thing. He going through teenage, I couldn't understand how he could express himself as he did. But if I expressed myself as I needed to, I was very often, he was given all sorts of excuses <laughs> to allow himself that type of expression. With me, I wasn't allowed that type of expression. I had to sit on it, sit on my hands, sit, you know.
0: Yes. Hear yeah. no
1: evil, speak no evil, Just do, no it, do as you're anyway. told. <laughs> yeah. Do as you're told and don't rock the boat. My father was an academic. My mum was an art teacher, which was a great sanity, you know, for me, a great sanity. I loved it. So I'm very grateful for my mum in my life. She is a very strong woman, very strong and independent, been fighting all sorts of spells in her life as well, you know. And bless her, she's 92. Um, and She's one of the most open-minded people I've ever had the pleasure of meeting.
0: Can I just yeah. take you back to the when you were six? And you had your first
1: out-of-body yeah. experience and what happened there? I was, wanted to say, born to um, a family of five of us. We had my eldest sister who was a singleton. <laughs> and then we had two sets of twins. Well, if we just
0: go back to the age of yes. 18, you got married. Do you think that was yeah. too young?
1: Yes. I got married at just 17, so <laughs> I'm with you bit. It was too Just young.
0: 17, yeah.
1: I mean, really, it was too young. Looking back, I've got grandchildren now of 23, uh, 21, 19, 17, and I could not could not visualise them getting married at the age that no. they are. And it's allowed, you know, it's allowed me to see how young I was when I got married and how young yes. Paul was. Yes. You know, we're still together. Oh, we're brilliant. Still together. So we've been through so many trials and tribulations. There mm. have been times that I've left and that big times that he has too but you know we've come back together which is amazing so it's been a journey together life partners yes the age of 18 for me now understanding I thought I had enough experience and understanding Mm. I didn't have enough experience and understanding I didn't know how to back out the experiences that I'd had in the culture that spell cast in the ways that it does you know I didn't know anything about me in relation no. to myself at all. No. You know, so, you know, with, with long-term relationships, I think you it's a learning, such a steep learning curve. If you can keep your focus on that person as well, but, you know, and you can actually have some sort of common ground that brings you back together or want to learn and move forward and grow with each other. Well, it if If one doesn't want to grow... Then, yes. then it doesn't work. That's you know, right. you've got to both yeah. be able to grow and move out of your comfort zones. Yes. You
0: know, so We're going to move forward <laughs> to when you was 22 yeah. and 10 years yeah. of your darkest night. What tools got you through yeah, but that let time? Me say, Can I
1: move just slightly forward? Of course you can. Because when I had, we did have one child and we absolutely adore her. And that was, you know, and she had six children. So amazing. Perfect. Um so that was a joy. That was a yes. real joy. With my only daughter. So then we go to 22. So she was two years old. Yes. And we wanted to try and start to have more children. For unfortunately at that time, you know, now I'm going to do a quick fast forward. If I, what's that lovely expression? If I knew then what I know now, I would not have judged myself so harshly. At the time I was still Christian outlook although I wasn't I didn't go to church all the time but they were that was the framework I used and in my mind at 22 I built up a bit of a monster here because I felt I'd been judged you know my sisters and brothers didn't have the problems that I had what had I done wrong which stage in my which lifetime had I committed a crime you know I felt that I was being punished, so it was quite sort of a, a victim consciousness. I and I was angry and cross about all sorts of things that had happened. So I started drinking heavily because, you know, I didn't have a toolbox. I didn't refer to anything.
0: Yes, yeah. it was all you know.
1: Forget it. There was no, you know, the religion didn't help me. That if there was a god, now I do have a thing to say about that. You know, if there was a god. Then why on earth? And and if you want to knock me down with a thunderbolt, do it. I don't care. I'll, you know, I did. I gave up. I gave up to
0: yeah, yeah.
1: Um, because I was so depressed and upset about miscarrying over and over again, and other people having babies. So envy all the shadows. Yes. Yeah, me. yeah. <laughs> I was a an very young woman until I think you know. So I self abused and I went through darkness and I did all sorts of things that. Oh, I would never have dreamed that I would to seek comfort, or you know. And then at thirty-two, when I had the near death, I was pregnant, and that was an amazing. I was pregnant, confirmed. I had to, in the same moment, let go of that pregnancy, let go of something that we'd wanted for a long time, um, because obviously it was wrong, yes. and I knew it wasn't right. Yeah, but I couldn't get the med- the medical teams around me, doctors to hear me because the old-fashioned pregnancy tests didn't show that I was pregnant even though I knew I was yes so it was me saying to the doctors there's something wrong there's something wrong I need some help but I ended up I was bleeding internally for three weeks before they'd hear me and then I had the rupture yeah then I had the rupture um, on Sunday I remember the day Um, and I sat awake knowing that if I went to sleep, it would kill me. Um, And my father arrived. He had died of cancer in 91. This is 92, so I was 32. He sat with me on the bed, and my sister, who had visited when I was 11, sat with me on the bed too. Yeah. And I'd never felt her physically before. I'd only ever felt her presence and communicated uh, non-verbally, but we had conversations. This time she put her hand on my pillow and the pillow depressed and she stroked uh, my face. uh, That freaked me out because because I'd never felt her physically. So that told me that the veils were very thin, mm. Debbie, you know. And my father looked at me and he said, Deborah, enough now you need to go to the doctors you need yeah to fight your corner yeah so the next day uh Sunday I stayed on the settee for Monday Tuesday Wednesday because I couldn't move I was in so much pain but on the Wednesday the third day <laughs> it's absolutely true third day I woke up in the morning pain free I felt not particularly brilliant but I was totally pain free yeah so I knew I was to get up and I went next door to my mum who because my mum lived next door. And I said, Mum, please come bear witness. Please, please come with me to the doctors. I've got to get someone to have a look because something is radically wrong. And yeah. told her what had yes. happened. So she came to my GP with me, and the GP then was not very supportive. Said, You can't just willy-nilly go to the hospital. I can't just send you up there for scans. We haven't had a positive pregnancy test, blah, blah, blah. So I said to her, okay. If I'm dead in the next 24 hours. I'm gonna hold you medically and personally responsible.
0: Yeah. If you
1: don't, please hear me. Mm. So reluctantly, she sent me up to um, the general. There wasn't the and they took me in and it was four hours. Mm. They did internal scan and external scan. First, they thought I had ovarian cancer. Um that was the second scare of cancer, but uh first scare of cancer. Um and then They said, no, we think you've got a ruptured 12-week ruptured ectopic pregnancy in your fallopian tube. You've got to go on the table tonight. So I'm very glad I pushed, you know, the universe guided me to do that. My dad and spirit guided me as with me doing it. I've been bleeding internally for three weeks. My plasma levels dropped to below minimum, and I suddenly was out of my body. I saw Mm. my body on the operating table. And thought, wow, okay. And I was having a conversation with myself. You know, I was still very much aware. Mm. My consciousness was aware. And I'd lift it and I was saying, wow, this is amazing. And I could hear them saying, you know, uh, come on, come on. We've got plasma levels have dropped to a low minimum. And Anyway, I got distracted. I was, beautiful, beautiful light was going on. And, and a tunnel, but the light wasn't end- at the end of the tunnel. I was shown... My light body, my energy yeah. body. Yes. I looked and, and I could see my energies. And the colour was emotional in the tunnel. It was amazing. It was, again, I can't tell you the amount of time because it wasn't a time thing. It was an experience thing. Yeah. And it was like being in a warm bath of un conditional love it was so blissful unbelievably blissful experience um and I thought oh I love it. I want to go I want to go I want to go yes but at the same time um simultaneously a voice said it's not your time Becca was there in my consciousness Oh, wow. and I then inflated back into The avatar on the table that this is, I'm in. And went. So at 32, I reconnected with spirit. At 32, I began to understand that my journey was also about embodiment and understanding how to fly this thing properly, how our energies influence our emotions, our mental behaviors, our expressions, the functioning of our organs that we are such an organic expression Mm. that our brains hear everything they convert everything we feel everything we think so if we don't learn to love ourselves and nurture ourselves we are disabling our potential to connect with the universe fully and achieve our full potential of connection which is enlightened to become more enlightened and wise and to embody and love and enjoy our experience in this human place which That's can all. be very tough to be in
0: yeah. very
1: dark to be in yeah. and that uh, that there is light and we are that light you know yeah. and that uh, if we far forward so then of course we come out from 1992. Do you think all life is full of lessons? Yes, opportunities for and growth. Lessons. Yeah, lessons that offer opportunity for growth. Yeah, we all have a soul's journey. We all, yeah, you know, we all come from stardust, as I said yeah. in the beginning, yeah. and we all go back to stardust. But each one of us takes back with us in our expression, in our DNA. You know. The mass of the universe never changes, right? It's always the same, no matter whether we are here physically or whether we aren't, which would suggest that nothing changes except the form we take. We go through a transformation, but our energy is still here. It doesn't go away. It doesn't disappear. We form differently. And so that when we pass over that bridge... I'm not frightened of dying. Pink Floyd said it. I've been mad for years. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the lunatic is on the grass. Yes. But the lunatic is on the grass. And yeah. the lunatic is saying quite happily, you know, there is definitely, it's about our connection. It has been stolen. Medicine baskets have been stolen. The ability to connect and appreciate that we can directly connect with yes. the universe. We don't need yes. a third party. No, to that's connect, right. You know, that's right. We have that power within us and that's what has been taken away from us in our cultures as being we've been told that we are lowly and not able to do these things yes we can magic you can you can manifest is equally well then take the lessons that you've learned it helps you create an environment an ecosystem that you can plant positive seeds of intention without willy-nilly planting seeds, without even realising you're doing Yes, that's right. You know, one to understand that the compost you need, all the darkness feeds compost. And from beautiful compost grows beautiful roses. Yes. 2006,
0: yeah. you started reflexology and massage due to stress that's teaching right. in college and uni. In 2008, you okay, went, yeah. went through a cancer scare. And we want to know what helped yeah. you through that. But it was benign. Which was yeah. brilliant news. Two thousand and nine, yes. Paul, your husband collapsed. Yeah, seven days in a coma.
1: Yeah,
0: nine weeks in hospital. Yeah, two thousand and sixteen, yeah. your sister died suddenly. She drank herself to death. Is that right? Is it no, your sister Naomi?
1: That's not That's no. Okay, it's my sister Naomi that died in fifteen seconds in my arms. No previous anything. A month later, my friend of forty years died because she drank herself to death. Right, okay. So okay. my sister died on the 7th of February and my friend died on the 10th of March.
0: Okay. That's that's 2016, wasn't it? Yeah. 2017, yeah. your yeah. mum and younger sister was diagnosed with cancer. Is that right?
1: That's right. Yeah. Yes, yeah. And then breast two- cancer.
0: Yeah. Breast cancer. And then 2018 your twin brother had two strokes. And then that's right, and neuro and neuro strokes. And 2019, your husband was discharged from hospital. Is that right? Yes, oncology, oncology. Okay, so what got you through that time? That is a lot to happen in that space of time,
1: absolute, absolute faith, not you know, faith in my faith in my connection with my with my connection with the universe yes. not I asked what I needed to know each time each situation I was in and I was really up against it and that honestly there have been so many times then I say okay what please universe, you, know, you know what do I need to know yeah. I use all sorts of tools I use oracle cards I use runes mm-hmm. I use intuition I use drumming, I use meditation, I use chanting. Um, I do whatever feels intuitively right at the time. Particularly um, uh, oracle cards for me are absolutely amazing and talk to me in ways I find magical ways. They tell me what I need to know. So those tools are absolutely important. All around my house, I have altars. You know, and I didn't even realise I was building altars, but I use altars a lot, you know. Uh, I t- and I I talk to Divine Mother, Divine Father, uh, Absolute God, Absolute Goddess. It always has a complementary balance to me. Can I just um, ask, what do you do at the altars? What do I do? I light candles, like so, for instance, okay. um, during the period of October, I honour ancestors. I honour my lineage all the time.
0: Yes, you know
1: I've got such a varied lineage. I love it, and I speak to the ancestors. Um, So I talk to ancestors. I've had guides, spiritual guides, all my life. And when when I had my um, surgery, the the late the one in two thousand eight, the way it was the cancer, the ovarian cancer scare. And then they found out it was benign and it was seven and a half pounds in wow. weight. Wow! So it had been draining me. I needed four units of blood um, before I could have the surgery. So I'm having this blood. And I had to go in on the Sunday before the operation on the Monday and having blood. And after the first unit, I was tingling. It was like, oh, my goodness me. Oh, my goodness me. Is this what I should have been feeling like, you know? I was high on blood, believe it or not, after the first unit. I felt it make me feel better. So, by the time I'd had my fourth unit and I hadn't even had my surgery, I was buzzing completely. Oh, my goodness me, this is the best thing I've ever had. You know, I didn't realize how poorly I'd been, really, Mm. without it. So, my blood count was down to 60. So, what happened is I, I had the surgery to to remove had lumpectomy and a complete hysterectomy they took away my ovaries because again the universe sent to me a registrar a young woman of about 22 and she said debbie can i talk to you the surgeon was not isn't, was going to do a not a complete um hysterectomy yes. so he was going to leave your ovaries but intuitively she said please can we take your ovaries i said honestly i hear you take them i don't need them anymore yeah. You know, yeah. and that was something for me to, to be honest, take my over is having me trying for children for such a long time. Mm. But I'm eternally grateful that she took that, that, that one experience took it all away. You know, I had to let go of all of that. And so as a sort of in response to that, I did, I had to release that and say, okay, this period of my life is over, but my life isn't over. <laughs> you know, yes. It could have been so yeah. much, you know, it could have been, but it wasn't again that was amazing and it's been and honestly life after menopause oh my god is so much love oh it's But oh, it I is love it. Love i've it. just I hit
0: that point it's amazing
1: it <laughs> oh good honestly, I'm so pleased <laughs> the hormones that. all balanced honestly, i'm just like, Whoa. just like oh the hormones exactly and, and all those problems gynecological problems whether were, were my cross to bear you know yes. that was what yeah, that was. <laughs> my cross was um unbelievable but so i can. it now I understand about, you know, I, I didn't have HRT. I didn't want to no, do that. No. So I sort of came through it on my own. Um, but, of course, now I've, I've learned about Ayurveda. Um, I know about phytoestrogens. I know that sort of thing. But so after I had my complete streptomy and that lumpectomy, what happened was I wanted, when I came out of the hospital, I wanted to eat hot foods. I have a thing that I... The blood that I was given had a memory, and that memory was passed to me. If you ask for help, the universe will help you. Don't yes. try and understand always what's happening and why. Don't berate yourself. Mm. It will unfold. It will unfold. And if you're open to receiving those intuitions, into it, into it, into it, yes, you know, and open to it that you yeah. will receive that guidance. You yeah. really will receive that guidance, yeah. you know. And self-love and looking after yourself and self-nurturing is one of the most important things you can do in your life.
0: Yes. You know, because
1: yeah. very often we give to others, but we don't know how to give to ourselves.
0: That's right. That's, that has been mm. my problem. Yeah. You said that Ayurveda, that you needed yeah. to self-nurture and love yourself better so that you could be there for your family, to teach them how to nourish, nurture themselves. What are the transformational secrets of Ayurveda?
1: It's an ecosystem, okay? So there are lots of parts that come together as a complete holistic ecosystem. First of all, you learn that you are made of energy. Your expression here in the physical is a balance of energy. Then you... Learn how energy expresses itself outside of yourself. Mm. So there are characteristics, they call them Mahagunas, which are mental qualities that are associated with those energies. And when they're out of balance, they express themselves in a certain way, which they're trying to alert you to the fact that you need to bring those back into balance. It's not you that are your shadow side or a monster or you know it's that those ban- energies are out of balance and you simply bring them back to balance they're trying to communicate with you whether it's a physical pain whether it's an emotional pain whether it's mental thought patterns they are trying to communicate with you and say we need your attention we need some help so that you then have to learn to detox Mm. cleanse moisturize put some of the good stuff back in so that your body can renew itself the mental thought processes the physical um cellular dynamic quantum healing your body can completely heal in two years now our our medical Profession, don't tell you that, but it can completely replace itself in two years. Wow. So if you have concerted effort of cleansing, detoxing, letting go of all sorts of spells, letting go of all sorts of conditioning, letting go of foods that aggravate your particular balance of energy, mm. eating foods that support the growth and positive expression of your energy gentle exercise because certain exercises particularly in Ayurveda yoga is very very good now I thought well why yoga why yoga you know I did, did Pilates before I did yoga because I enjoyed that but yoga is, is really amazing because what we're trying to do in Ayurveda is completely realign ourselves we have 107 points on our body energy channels points yes. on our body yeah and yoga and meditation. A realign everything that is out of balance so that we can get a much clearer clarity becomes amazing so that you can channel through you what you need to understand yes and yeah. it's about we're we're like a musical instrument i offers a tuning yes complete holistic tuning mm and bringing those elements of you, those energy bodies, back into balance. Now, there is a bliss body just at the end of your fingertips. Then it comes in and there's your emotional body, and then there's your intuitive body, and then there is your mental body. So there's a mental body out here, and they go out, they radiate outwards. This is is the kernel. This is the kernel. Mm. So this is the last body of expression. All those imbalances, a bit like a gyroscope, you think, but we've got this beautiful, beautiful auric field around us that the imbalances start in the outer bodies and then work into an expression in this inner kernel. Yes. So if we can balance them out in the bliss body, the emotional body, the intuitive body, the mental body, then those vibrations don't continue to manifest in the body as dis ease and imbalance. Yeah. So Ayurveda is a complete wonderful system. Sounds powerful. Of rebound. It is really, really And powerful. you offer that re-banding. therapy, do you? Yes, I do. You do. Have you got a website, That's, Facebook? I, I've got a, yes, I'm one at CMA, the Complementary Medical Association. Okay. and i'm an ayurvedic consultant i have a local page on google called the healing room um, where i offer the external therapies but also the consultation so as i was saying to you you know i can send some questionnaires that give me a picture of you yes and then i can help you understand the balances of energies and the imbalance of energies that are occurring and then i can say okay now i'm would like to show you how to start bringing those so that you can release your pain, you can release the inflammation, you yeah. can help your body yeah. to cope with those imbalances yeah. that are going on. So it's a fantastic modality. Yes. I'm so privileged to have been shown yeah. it and to be able to bring it to the Western world as well. I mean, it's been around in the Western world. Yeah, I've never heard of culturally it. culturally we're so, yeah. It's been around for such a long time. Mm. And, you know, what, sadly, now is, is, is an exciting time for me, you know, the 21st century, yeah. where, it, you know, I used to be called all sorts of things, including a hippie and all that sort of jazz, which is love. I adore it hippies, you know, lovely. I love people. Yes. But it was all a bit woo-woo, and everyone was a bit like, oh, you know, it's a bit woo-woo. But I'll tell you what, it, it's a fantastic science. It's the science of nature. Really, I it as the yes. science of nature, yeah. and your nature in connection to nature and how observing those natural cycles, natural um, rhythms, all those natural um, beats really have something to do with our energies. Yes. You know, we are connected by lunar and solar energy, lunar energy through our left side. Of your nose. Solar energy through our right side. For the listeners, I can't see. Left side of the nose is, is low lunar energy, yes. right side of
0: the nose. Oh, is that why you breathe in and hold energy. one so in yoga? You no know,
1: in yoga, right. you breathe in out and hold the note? Okay. That's right. Okay. Because that's it. Because that's it. And so at nighttime, when we sleep, we breathe solar energy because that keeps us warm in our sleep in the core. In the daytime, when it's hot and the sun is out, we breathe lunar energy to keep our bodies cool. Right. Okay. So it's a it's a wonderful science. It embraces every part of nature. It encourages us to go into nature, immerse yes. in nature, commune with nature. As the earth has an energy that balances us out. You know, when we yes. are feeding grass or we go to a beach or, or hug a tree, we can feel that energy. Yeah. Trust that energy. Yes. She, you know, we are so much a part of it. we're unbelievably connected it's wonderful to discover that it is what is your favorite book I think one of my most favorite one of my most returned to books Louise Hay you can heal your life yes yeah good old Louise Hay yes you can heal your life it's one of my favorite books
0: just to recap on your website what is the website
1: address if your listeners want to contact you is the the healing room southampton it's in Bitten, in southampton on google it's the healing room southampton uh, holistic okay. and my title on there is holistic medicine practitioner because that's what i am a holistic, holistic medicine, medicine, practitioner. medicine practitioner so i do energy healing all sorts of holistic therapies that will help balance yes those, those energies
0: perfect yeah. and you offer online healing you yes. do consultations okay yeah. that's fine so people can contact you that way do you have a facebook yeah.
1: page i have my own personal page debbie whitlock but i have a group called natural holistic health hub okay you can contact me at debbie at the healing room southampton.co.uk as well Perfect.
0: time has come to bring our chat to an end we really appreciate okay. you taking Thank the time you. out come and talk with us today it's been amazing it was such a motivational journey and shows the answers are deep within we just need to pause and look within thank you so much Debbie really appreciate it thank you so much for having me thank you I really enjoyed the chat today with Debbie it gives us all hope that we can get through our darkest night there is light at the end of a tunnel Debbie kept going through every trial that she faced and now she lives a victorious life it was great to hear what tools she used to get through. I thank Debbie for coming on to have a chat. If you'd like to hear our other podcast, please go to unleashyourgoddess.co.uk and have a listen to our other powerful podcasts. I look forward to our next podcast next week. See you there.